Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey Spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Yellow. Hello, and today I'm bringing you part two into our scary as fuck Reddit stories. Y'all made sure to let me know you loved the first one, and I am so, so glad. Someone even left us a review saying, yes, please do more. (laughs) And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm taking personal (laughs) offense to that. Like, I'm just saying, like, you guys obviously don't want me to ever sleep. (laughs) They like seeing you suffer. It's fine. It's fine. I literally have to immediately go, no, I don't remember this. And I just like watch some sort of like funny comedy show just, and then hope yeah. I don't I mean, have bad dreams. You know, you could turn on Bob's or Friends or, you know, something like that. Oh my God, I love Bob. And for those that have been with us for a while, you might remember, I think it was like two or three summers ago now, we did a recap on the act when we first introduced Thursday episodes, and we are going to kind of do something in that wheelhouse again. Jessica and I are going to start on Inventing Anna, because that case is fucking nuts. So I'm excited. Me too. I convinced Jessica. I'm glad she's excited. (laughs) When she says convinced, (laughs) when she says convinced, she went, hey, do you want to do this? And I went, yes. Like, that was, that was all. (laughs) That wasn't like, she was like, much. She wasn't like, we should really do this. And I was like, no, I don't think we should. No, it literally was just like a nudge. (laughs) Yes. So those will be coming soon for Thursday episodes for a while. So get excited. All right, y'all. So I am still on that same thread as before. If you missed that episode before, just go back a couple. It was kind of recent. It was last month for sure. And check it out. But this thread goes on for fucking ever. So I'm just going to read some more of these stories. Okay, and if you need a refresher, basically, like, the prompt was, like, asking for real, scary, creepy stories, like, things that actually happen to people. My grandfather owns several forests around the village he lives in, and he drives through them every week to check how the trees are doing and whether something needs to be fixed. He really loves his trees and has a sharp eye for potential sickness or insects that could pose a threat. About a decade or two ago, hitchhikers were very common. Even in the thinly populated areas of Bavaria, he encountered them regularly and was always happy to help. He literally picked up every single hitchhiker he found. One day, however, he had a bad feeling about one. Without any reason, he dismissed this one hitchhiker standing on the side of the path. 
Later that day, there was a radio broadcast about a previously convicted murderer who killed someone in the woods and got caught trying to flee by hopping into someone's car. (laughs) Oh, shit. So, uh, good thing Grandpa has, like, a good gut feeling. (laughs) Right? Jesus. All right. When I was 12 or 13, we went to a McDonald's on the way to the beach. I went to pee before I ate and washed my hands. Just as I started peeing, this guy comes in, walks up to the urinal next to me, and just watches. Doesn't pee just watches i can see him i know fucking gross i can see him out of the corner of my eye his eyes are locked onto my junk what there was of it i had a bathing suit on so i'm doing the whole (laughs) so i'm doing the whole junk flop over thing guys know what that means so i can't hide it i can't stop it i can now though so not sure why when you're a kid you can't stop your pee he just smiled creepily as i finished put things away and washed my hands he just stood there smiling Yes, he said he was like 12 or 13. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was with my friend's mom and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to get in trouble and really wanted to go to the beach. That logic makes no sense. I realize that now. But ew. But I, I'm saying, <laughs> I like how this whole thing, this is what I'm saying, ew, too. But I ate my filet of fish with a what the fuck look on my face and had an awesome <laughs> day at the beach. <laughs> And then there's a, oh my god, okay, I don't feel so stupid because there's a comment under that that says, I'm more creeped out that you ate a filet of fish. <laughs> With almost 900 upvotes. child pervert just walked in and watched you pee. Okay, well, it's like with these stories, that's what I, ex- I like, as fucked up as that sounds, that I expected something like that to happen. But the filet of fish, like, literally was talking about it the other day. I think that is so gross. Like, no. <laughs> it's basically... I mean, I've never had one. It's like a but fish. It's like the. It's like a sandwich a giant fish, fish stick. stick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, but ew, no, I'm not. I don't trust McDonald's. No, not for that. No, not for that. I mean, now I kind of want fish sticks, but <laughs> not a fillet of fish for sure. I have posted this before, but it fits the bill. I'm not a good storyteller, so bear with me. A couple years back, my best friend and I were on a road trip to the states for a music festival. Met up with some friends, saw lots of things and whatnot. One of our friends came back home with us. He needed to get back home for school, and his buddies didn't want to head home yet. We decided to drive straight home in shifts. Took 24 hours for the full drive. Anyway, my story starts when I'm driving, night shift around 2 a.m. It's a pretty clear night, full moon, no clouds, middle of summer type of night. While noticing all of these conditions, I also noticed that we have followed the GPS onto a back road and driven into a huge valley. Open fields, not another car or house in sight, and it is important to note that we had not seen anyone or anything related to human presence for a few hours. Upon entering this valley, we lose our satellite signal. We have no satellite radio, no GPS, no cell phone signal. Cool beans, doesn't really matter as I know we're following this road for a couple more hours. About 20 minutes after entering this valley and losing all of our connections, we come upon a bridge. As we get closer, I see a car pull out on the side of the road. Not uncommon as people sleep in pullouts when they can. What is uncommon is this car has all of its windows blacked out. With all the light from the moon, we should be able to see at least partially inside, but it was completely black. Getting closer, we realized that it had no license plate that we can see. No big deal. We assume that it's abandoned out here in the boonies, and that is until we pass the vehicle and almost immediately its lights turn on and pulls out behind us on the road. Now this is where it gets creepy. This vehicle starts tailgating us in the middle of nowhere, and we can't see who's inside or anything. Again, we brush it off. Maybe he's lost, needs to follow someone out of the area. Doesn't explain the windows being blacked out or the lack of license plate, however. Anyway, with this car following us, I start to get an uneasy feeling. Subtle at first, but growing stronger. 
Soon I get an all-out, get-the-fuck-away-from-this-vehicle ASAP feeling. I find it important to note that I don't frighten easy, I don't panic, and I've only ever gotten the feeling in times when I know for a fact my life is in danger. I push these feelings aside as it seems like the silliest response to a possible explainable situation. That is until I see something in the middle of the road. Almost on cue, this car backs off as I and my companions, one of whom is asleep beforehand, try to make out what's in the middle of the road. Coming closer, we see what looks like a body laying in the middle of the lanes. This isn't a big road, and like I said, it was also a black road. Still paved, but very small. Ooh, it's a trap. I don't like this. At this moment, at the sight of what appears to be a body on the road ahead, we start freaking out. I, in no way, am stopping for no one in this desolate, isolated area. There's no other vehicles around other than the one following us, and I see no housing or lights as far as the eye can see. No cell service, no satellite, nothing. I quickly tell the others I'm not stopping, and I'm going to go around or through it. By this time, we're almost on it, and there's no room to go around as there's no shoulders on the roads and deep ditches on either side. As we get close enough, I see that it's a scarecrow. I drive over top and onwards. The car is small enough to go around it, continues to follow us. I speed up, it speeds up. I slow down, it slows down. Until I punch it. About two minutes of this, the car slows down, does a U-turn, and drives back. Now my passengers turn and say, I swear I saw spikes in that thing. Lucky for us, we're driving a huge truck and the wheel span was bigger than the scarecrow on the road and we never even touched it. It was another half hour before we reached cell service and satellite picked back up. It wasn't until we reached home at 5 a.m. that we remembered during this time that there had been a couple of missing people reported in our province. Ones who were on vacation driving home from the States never made it home or were ever found. I and my passengers fully believe that we escaped some crazy Wolf Creek type of death ourselves. Anyway, there's my crappy story, 100% true, sorry it was so long. To answer questions about the police, yes, we contacted them about it and ended up making a full police report. However, we were unable to pinpoint the exact location. There wasn't anything we could really do other than file the report. We definitely didn't want this to happen to anybody else as it was creepy as hell. Ew. That sounds like a movie. I don't like that. This happened to a friend of mine's housemate during their time at university. It was at the house she lived in before moving in with my friend after this event occurred. During her second year at university, she lived in a house with three other people. At Easter, everyone went back home to their parents for the holiday. Her first night back after returning from Easter break, she woke up in the morning to find some things moved around her bedroom. She thought nothing of it as she put down to moving it herself the night before and not remembering. She woke up the next morning with more stuff moved around, like her TV, in her chair, etc., She started to get a bit scared and told her housemates to quit moving her stuff because it wasn't funny and it was really creepy. They all said they didn't touch anything. The next morning, even more stuff had moved and she started to get really worried. Again, she told her housemate to stop, but they swear that they weren't touching anything and were getting concerned themselves. The fourth night, she woke up in the middle of the night. She looked over in the darkness and she could see a figure sitting at her desk. She freaked the fuck out, ran out of her room, locked the door and called the police. They turned up and they unlocked the door. Sure enough, there was a guy in there, probably early 20s, sitting at her desk, calm as anything. The police arrest him and take him away. A couple days later, they find out the guy was actually a mentally handicapped person who lived at a care home not far down the road. His mom, who was his full-time caregiver, had looked after him until her death a year or so prior when he was then moved into the home. He had been a missing person for a few weeks now, and it turned out that the house this girl and her friends lived in used to be him and his mother's house. In particular, her bedroom used to be his. He eventually told the police that he ran away from the home and his old house is where he went to. 
He managed to get in somehow and spent the whole time there, two and a half weeks, sleeping under the girl's bed, coming out at night when she slept to move her stuff so it was like how he had it when it was his bedroom. Safe to say she moved straight out of there, and that's when she moved in with my friend. That's sad. That's like that other neighbor one. The one with the old lady. That makes me sad. It's fucking creepy. It's creepy creepy. because it's like he was under her bed all the whole time. Right. right? He was there almost three weeks. They didn't even know. God, she's a fucking heavy-ass sleeper. Like, I would have immediately (laughs) woken up. Like, if someone was moving my fucking television around my room, I would have been like, uh, the fuck? Please tell me, girl, what sleeping pills do you have? Because I need to ask my doctor for those. Yeah, honestly, like, I need new medicine, apparently. Fuck. Because, like, there's no, even if it's a smaller TV, you're still going to hear it. Right. Or, like, crawling (laughs) in and out from under a bed. Like, that's Mm -hmm. noise. I know. This is why sometimes I call bullshit on things. Because I'm like, I mean, what if, no, no, no. Because what if, okay, devil's advocate here. What if it was like they lived in a house house and it was carpeted? And if they are okay. a heavy sleeper, then it wouldn't have creaked. Because I'm like, I have hardwood floors, so like you would fucking hear it. But So what did he eat for three weeks? I mean, maybe in the middle of the night he snuck out and got, grabbed some food. Because if there's roommates, they're not going to know who's eating what. It's true. When did he go to the bathroom? Middle of the night. No. <laughs> no. No one's under your bed, Jessica. It's fine. <laughs> really fucked up thing is my neighbor is being like really fucking loud and like going in and out of his house, which is like rattling my front door, which yeah. I have one of those bars on. And I'm literally about to just text my friend to be like, can you come sleep in my house tonight? I don't want to be fucking alone. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Our next story. About six years ago, I was in my final year of high school. That timetable that 12th grade had at my school, we regularly had two plus hour breaks between classes, early finishes and longer lunch breaks. Holy shit. I wish that was my senior year. Fucking high school did you go to crazy people? Right. What the fuck? (laughs) My house was about a 20 minute walk away from school and I would usually just walk home either by myself or with a friend and chill out until we had to head back. So not only do they have, like, barely any school, it's, like, open campus, too. All right. All right. I wonder if it's, like, you know how, like, your school, like, rotated? Mm-hmm. It had I to be something like that. Like, yeah, like that. So then they'd have gaps in between. There's no way that it was, like, I have two-hour gaps between classes. Fuck no. Like, that's, that means you would go to school, like, for, like, maybe two hour, two or three hours a day. That's crazy. If yeah. that. My school was located on the outskirts of the city, and my house was a little bit further out. I lived on almost 40 acres on a dirt road. Along the dirt road, I had been passing a really foul smell about five miles away from my house. I couldn't tell where the smell was coming from. Ew, I bet it's a dead body. That's the first thing I thought. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was definitely close to the road. I had passed the smell about four times roughly over a week of school, but I figured it was a dead animal due to the area. Okay, fair enough. After an exam, I was walking home with a friend and the smell was worse than ever. So as you do, we decided to walk into the grass to search for whatever the smell was. Not as you do. No, no, not me. I'm not the one. We ended up finding a black garbage bag that was completely blown up like a balloon about five meters from the road. As a joke, I threw a rock at it and it popped. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And it popped and shot out this foul white goo. And immediately my friend and I started dry heaving. We ran away as fast as we could, laughing and vomiting back home to my place. I didn't think anything of it as I figured it was a cat or something that somebody had dumped. 
I remember walking back from school the next week by myself and there was mounted police on their horse walking down the road slowly. And one near the entrance to my property, there was a dog squad with sniffer dogs walking around. I didn't take, how did you not take notice of this? I didn't take much notice of all the police and what they were doing, but literally as I got closer to the area where we had found the bag, I had a sinking feeling in my stomach and thought, oh shit. The bag ended up being the body of a girl who had been murdered and was dumped along the fence line of my property. Hmm. I still feel sick thinking about it. Oh my God. I I knew it. I knew it was a fucking body. It's always a fucking body. Like, I'm sorry. Like, anytime I would drive by something and I'd be like, okay, that's worse than a cat. Like, that's worse than an animal. Yeah. Because, like, an animal, I don't know, does, I feel like they don't smell as long. Probably, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Someone's going to at me for that. Someone's going to be like, Jessica, that's dumb. (laughs) Or they're going to send us some, like, article as, like, super informative but creepy. (laughs) That's fine, though. That's fine, though. Right. And be like, I don't need to know who did the research on that. Yes, yes. Okay. I like this person's little intro. It says, okay, I finally have a story to tell on an ask Reddit. First off, fuck you for this thread. (laughs) And retelling this is probably going to give me nightmares. When I was about 10, we, my family of six, lived in an extremely small apartment. Two bedrooms upstairs in the living room. When I was tired of my siblings, I would sleep downstairs. One night, I was lying on the couch facing the front door, watching the sky through the window by the door when a face shows up in the window illuminated by a lighter. I freeze and the face goes away. I'm pretty relieved thinking that maybe our druggy neighbors were seeing if my parents were still awake when it shows up again. I try to scream, but when I open my mouth, nothing came out. Not a sound. The person then kicks the door in and walks in the room. He sees me, smiles, and goes toward the kitchen. As he comes out of the kitchen with a knife, my dad makes it down the stairs and the guy books it out of there. I still can't sleep easily on couches to this day. I'm pretty sure I was almost murdered by a random dude. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to call bullshit, but that's a bullshit story. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Okay. I'm sorry. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I need this to be a bullshit story. <laughs> You're like, I need it to not be real. <laughs> I live by myself. This needs to be a bullshit story. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, Tara. I'm not gonna be like <laughs> literally about to text someone and be like, "Can you just come sleep in my house with me?" It's not I don't my have to sleep in my room. Just- <laughs> They asked for it. Well, he's like, all of these stories are like... I had to. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure if this counts as creepy or not, but I was walking through a ravine with my best friend when we were kids. We spent the summers in Michigan and would go out on our own all the time to hike through the rivers and ravines that were all in the area. We had hiked for about an hour through the shallow water and were looking for cool rocks and other things in the river. We came across a black cord-looking thing and my friend picked it up. He immediately became frozen and had a very scary look on his face. I had no idea what was going on and was only in the fifth grade, so I didn't know he had picked up a high-voltage wire. Oh, my God. And his body was locked in place. (laughs) That was what I was thinking. I'm like, dude, electrocuted himself. he couldn't move or couldn't do anything but just stand there with this electricity flowing through his body. Because he was shocked. Right? Oh, I almost grabbed the big wire to take it out of his hand, but something told me not to do that. I picked up a big rock and threw it down on his hands to knock the huge wire on the ground. This worked and he immediately came back to reality, but was obviously out of it. He sat down for a while and finally we decided to go back to our summer house. We never told anyone, but I realized that if I had gone to pick up that wire, we would have both been locked in place in that ravine and I have no idea what would have happened. You would have died. (laughs) 
Like, you all would have died. Fuck. Oh, my God. Well, that's why you don't fuck with random things, kids. Oh, that is scary. That's not creepy. That's just scary. <laughs> yeah, like, I would be fucking freaked, freaked out. No, oh. the second when you said a big black cord and they mm-hmm. froze it, I was like, oh, no, that person picked up a high wire, like a voltage. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Sometimes in, like, places like that, when, like, lines go down, mm-hmm. they just don't think anyone's there, so they don't pick them up. Right. Yeah. When I was about six, a car drove by my house when I was outside on the slip inside with my next door neighbor. The car slowed down, and when he got close to me, he rolled down his window and started talking to me, but he was talking kind of quiet to where I couldn't make out what he was saying, so I walked closer. And he asks, don't you go to the school down the street? And I said, oh yeah, why? Because my son recognizes you, he said. I heard the car door unlock, and there was a man in his mid-thirties sitting in the back seat. Right as the door started to open, I feel someone grab me by the collar of my shirt and yank me into their arms. It was my neighbor's mom. She dragged me all the way back to her house, and as soon as the driver saw her, he peeled out. When we got back to the house, she called the cops immediately. I didn't even realize how close I was to getting kidnapped until I saw my mom crying when she heard what had happened. Ooh. Ah. This is why, like, I know that people, like, argue about, like, how stranger danger, like, made every kid, like, heightened aware of, like, strangers and really, like, like, people they know are people who abduct them. There are cases like this where kids just get picked up out of their front yards because someone says something like, hey, I know your friend or Mm -hmm. I'm Billy's uncle and Billy wants you to come over. Just get in my car. Oh, my God. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Nope. No, no, no. Okay. So a few years ago when I was 14 or so, I was out walking my dog in our rural suburban area. How do you have a rural suburban area? I mean, kind of like, no, no, not like yours. Corning is a rural suburban area. I guess. I guess I just didn't think about it like that. It was like confusing. It it's seems rural, like opposite. It, yeah. 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 Okay. It was a fairly quiet road. A car would breeze by it once every five minutes or so. An old gray Toyota Corolla or something similar like that had passed by. Nothing unusual. But a minute later, this car passes by again. And the car slows down a ton when coming towards me, giving me the impression this guy was checking me out. The guy ends up passing up and down the road, stalking me. I end up faking have a cell- having a cell phone call and talking to someone on the other end, just in case he got any ideas. My dog gave me the sense of security, too. After maybe the sixth or seventh time that this guy does this, bro, I wouldn't even wait that long. I ducked into the woods to hide. He swung by twice more, and I waited ten minutes to see if he had came back. He doesn't. I end up running back home with a very confused and disappointed dog. Later on the news, there was a story that matched my stalker's description and was charged with attempted rape. I could be wrong, though, that it was somebody else, but still creepy. I didn't go for a walk for about a week after that. Right? I wouldn't have gone outside. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I, I live here now. I mean, of course, I, live right? here, I, mean, like, I don't leave this. This is my bed. I don't leave this. Bed. Honestly, honestly. Oh, my God. When I was in middle school, my friends and I were hanging out on a trampoline in the backyard late at night, maybe around 11 p.m. or so. The backyards are all connecting, meaning there's trees and small fences separating them, but you can walk through them. Some guy comes through and asks if we'd seen a little orange tabby cat, and we told him no. He said that he lives around the corner, so if we see him, he'll give us a reward. Okay, cool. We think nothing of it and go back to talking about Pokemon cards and why Charizard is <laughs> is God on paper. No joke, two minutes after this guy leaves, a little cat wanders through and we think, is that the cat he was talking about? My friend grabs it and we proudly march to the guy's house to collect a reward. 
The guy is sitting on his front porch and we bring him the cat. He's so excited and says, oh, I have the reward inside. Come in and I'll give it to you. Mm-mm. <laughs> We're kind of sketched out, but decided to go in and to stay. He says, oh, if you don't come in, I can only give the reward to the one that comes in. Ooh, red flag. Red flag. He was going to give us $100 a person to go in. We still had two guys to go in and take what felt like forever, but they came out and had $200 with them. They said that there was plastic on everything in there and something fell off. You don't say. I felt as though if we all went in, we would have been killed. But keeping two outside that knew that their friends were in there, I guess, was enough to deter him. Still was a weird occurrence. Y- you think? Ew. No, no. Mm-mm. He would have killed you guys for sure. And with that almost murder story, that is going to go ahead and wrap us up for today for this installment of Scary AF Reddit Stories. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. There will be more. Don't worry. And we're super excited to have the Inventing Anna series coming soon. So keep an eye on that. Those will be Thursday episodes on those. And with that, we'll go ahead and we'll see you on Monday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.